0: Welcome to the 15-Minute Classroom. Come on in and join me as we sit across this online table together. I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time in the classroom, let me introduce myself. I'm Diane Kay, host of the 15-Minute Classroom podcast and owner of Next Steps, a collaborative coaching business. Here in the classroom, you'll gain access to information, tools, strategies, and educational support for children 4 to 12 years of age, as you seek to develop essential skills that your children need at home, at school, at work, and in their relationships. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode, episode number 21. This week, we've been talking about the intention of supporting healthy minds and healthy bodies, ours and our children's. Setting the intention to fuel your body and mind will support the energy you need throughout the day and it models important life skills for your children. Creating habits that are part of your day, week, month, and year will ensure you stay refueled, having incremental check-ins, and over time enjoy the fruit of your intentions. When working with families in my coaching practice, healthy bodies and minds are the first two areas we consider as we sit down to talk about the needs within the home. Sleep, exercise, nutrition, and the ability to manage levels of stress within and outside the home are often indicators of the overall well-being of each family member. These important and necessary conversations provide insight When there are challenging behaviors at home, at work, at school, and within relationships. Managing internal stress, knowing how to process and navigate information that comes into the home through tv and other types of social media. Navigating deadlines and potential work pressures, social connections, family get-togethers, house management, and general home care your children's social, emotional, physical, and learning needs. Together, they have the potential to create overload, and individually, they can be exhausting, making it harder to prioritize what matters most. So rather than adding one more expectation to your parenting plate, the heart of my business is not to add more pressure, but rather, it's to provide you with research, information, tools, And strategies that support you and your children's needs. Without a path, the way forward can be particularly unclear and make it harder to navigate. So in order to navigate the day-to-day needs, responsibilities, and relationship with your children, it's important to determine what your intentions are as a parent. Research, and now I know that there's a lot out there today, but I'm speaking specifically of the research related to the development of securely attached children. In simple everyday language, this means children who know, experience, and understand what it means to have at least one adult consistently show up in their life. How can we be sure we're showing up the way our children need? Well, the best scientific research, according to Daniel Siegel and T- Tina Bryson in their book, The Power of Showing Up, the very best scientific predictors for how any child turns out in terms of happiness, academic success, leadership skills, and meaningful relationships, is whether at least one adult in their life has consistently shown up for them. Every child needs to feel safe, seen, soothed, and secure. These are the building blocks. And this is why in my coaching business, I encourage parents to prioritize their own health and set their intentions towards creating a life and home where these building blocks can be cultivated, practiced, and lived out. To feel safe, to be seen, to experience being soothed, teaching your child how to cope when life gets hard, and secure knowing that she can count on you. We've all heard of the importance of self-care and I understand it can be really hard to determine how best to prioritize aspects of self-care into your already full and often very busy days. Yet, it is absolutely necessary to prioritize the health of your body and mind. Unless you make it a priority, it won't just happen. Taking steps to prioritize your health will support your intention to be that consistent parent or parents in your home, being physically and emotionally present. I am saying present, not perfect. None of us are. Your intention to refuel your resources will make it easier to support your children and to live from a place of health. So how then can we prioritize a healthy mind and a healthy body and why especially at this point in the summer are we turning our intention and our attention to refueling those resources generally by the end of July parents are beginning to anticipate the beginning of the next school year and this year in particular with all the uncertainty uh, this school year looks different So as schedules are determined by schools and plans are made to accommodate these schedules, now is a good time to reintroduce or introduce self-care habits and routines that will promote overall well-being in you and your children. Practically, there are four areas that make a significant impact in our overall physical health and well-being. The first area is sleep yours and your children's sleep. Consider the following questions. How much sleep are you actually getting? Not how much do you plan to get or how much do you get sometimes, but generally overall, how many hours of sleep are you and your children getting each night? How much sleep will your your children need when they return to school, whether it's in class or online or some of each? Your children need a good night's rest to have their minds recharged and their bodies refreshed. If this is a challenge and you're not sure how to get a better night's sleep, make an appointment with your family physician. He or she may have some tools or suggestions, diet or nutrients that will support better sleep health. You can also go back and listen to episode number 7 of this podcast which talks about sleep habits and skills for more information. Ask yourself, what time do you need to begin orienting your children and then yourself to bed? When we expect our children to go from 100 to 0, meaning they've just been watching TV, playing a game or trying to cram the last minutes of homework in just before bed, we can be sure that we'll get a reaction and a response. It might even sound like, I can't sleep. In fact, it will be really hard to sleep if there hasn't been time for the brain and body to settle and calm before transitioning to lights out and eyes closed. So determine how much time your children need and similarly, how much time you need to prepare and settle when to shut things down. Determining how much time your children need to settle in before lights are out. Determine what you can add or take away from the environment to promote better sleep. It could be a sound machine, a fan, soft music, lights on, on in the hall or lights out, a warm blanket or cooler room temperatures. How to create an environment for good sleep is key and where to make changes in your current plans will help. Making even one change now at the end of July to begin setting your schedule in the fall is a healthy and practical intention. The second area is exercise, yours and your children's physical exercise. Setting your intention to create a routine now models a life skill for your children later. They learn how exercising the body impacts how they think, feel, and impacts their overall well-being helping your children experience the benefits of exercise from an early age sets them up for lifelong fitness please don't misunderstand i'm not suggesting a 10k run or hitting the floor with push-ups and sit-ups though some families do build small fitness goals and challenges as their children get older but what i am suggesting is finding the type of exercise that works for you your children and your family. Fitness that engages the muscles and lungs, promotes coordination and balance, and eases stress by finding an activity that is manageable at different points throughout the day or week. Finding an activity that you enjoy will make it easier to prioritize and build it into your family schedule. Whether that's biking, walking, climbing stairs, playing tennis, going to the gym or enjoying playground climbing structures. Building exercise into your day is key and putting hands and feet to your intention pays off physically and emotionally. The third area is nutrition, yours and your children's nutritional needs. In order to avoid highs and lows of energy throughout the day, ensure there are specific intervals throughout the day to drink water eat healthy snacks, and along with regularly scheduled meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Including your children in the planning and preparation of meals and snacks builds additional life skills. With online or in-store shopping, let them pick up a predetermined healthy snack or locate a new fruit or vegetable to try. When we include our children in shopping, meal planning, and preparation, you will be surprised how quickly they begin to recognize what makes one snack a better choice than another. Making the connection to how they feel after they've eaten a juicy watermelon on a hot day or consumed a portion of vegetables that they didn't initially like keeps them open to new options and flavors. You can always use hummus, yogurt, a dressing, or even peanut butter or applesauce to support those initial thoughts of, I don't like it. Working together to support your family's nutritional needs takes some intention, but together you can encourage one another. The fourth area is your mind, mood, and what matters, yours and your children's. Here are a few questions again to help you determine what and where you might need to make some changes. Have you noticed specific periods of time during the day when there is more tension in the home or with a specific individual? Do you as a parent find yourself feeling frustrated throughout the day? Is there a general tone of impatience, intolerance and inflexibility? Are you noticing that your child is struggling to get up in the morning or go to bed at night? Is there a general lethargy or attitude change? I understand with COVID there are a lot of changes that impact how we think, our mood and energy, children's age, stage of learning, physical, physiological and social development are also contributors. I'm speaking more of specific changes that you notice that are making it harder for you and your family to find enjoyment at points throughout the day. It's not about making sure everyone is happy all the time, but it is about reminding ourselves to consider the building blocks I mentioned earlier that support a secure attachment. Our kids know they are safe, seen, soothed, and secure. Our minds, like our bodies, need healthy nutrition, and along with food and water, they require daily doses of encouragement, support, and care. Taking the steps or even a step to ensure that you are refueling, refreshing and recharging in the areas that we talked about, sleep, nutrition, exercise and overall mind, mood and matter. Recharging your own batteries will make it easier to be present physically and emotionally for your child. I want to mention at this point, if you find yourself parenting from a place where you've not experienced the four building blocks in your own upbringing, safe, seen, soothed, and secure, you may find it harder to know what it looks like to show up and to focus on some of these other areas. Daniel Siegel and Tanya Bryson's book contains chapters explaining what it means to show up and why some parents show up and others don't. These chapters and the rest of the book may provide you with practical information and examples to show up for your child and understand what it is for you. I'd encourage you to read this book. This, in fact, may be the most important step you can take to guide your intention of supporting a healthy mind and body for yourself and for your children. So now that you've set your intention and you've determined you want to make one or more changes, here's where the 15-minute classroom strategy can help. Over the next week, determine to take a 15-minute interval of time. Set your timer for 15 minutes and consider the areas we've talked about that support healthy bodies and minds. I've created a list of questions that you can find on my Instagram account at Next Steps. You can use these questions to consider what change, changes, or additions you will make to support your sleep, exercise, nutrition, and mind. Once you've determined what needs to change, prioritize what is most manageable and has the greatest potential to support your intention. Once you've determined what that is, let's say it's to make healthy snacks a priority. Having them accessible and available when needed throughout the day is an easy win-win and you can determine to buy a larger quantity making that um, accessible. It may seem like a small addition but feeding bodies feeds brains which affects energy and mindset or mood. 15 minutes of planning, action and follow-through can make a difference. It's these incremental changes that make taking your next step manageable. I'd love to hear from you and how your family supports healthy bodies and minds. If you'd like some help determining or prioritizing your next healthy step or to determine how you can show up for your children, please reach out. You can email me at coachingnextsteps@gmail.com. at gmail.com or direct message me at Next Steps on Instagram. Thanks for joining me across this online table together today. I hope you and your family have a safe and healthy long weekend, and I look forward to meeting you here next week as we sit across this online table together here in the 15 minute classroom.